0: This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, where each week I talk with your favorite artist.
1: Sights and Sounds is sponsored this week by Premium Nutri-Chomps, raw, hide-free dog chew. And now your host, Alan Kiger.
0: Here I am. This is Alan on WYRZ, and I've got Chase Briscoe on the line today. How are you today, Chase? Thanks for having me. What are you doing right now? I'm actually in Daytona. I'm
2: uh, doing a little road racing so. Uh, they have the big 24-hour race down here, and I'm not in that, but I'm actually running the day before, so uh, we got a four-hour race that I'll do uh, in the Ford Mustang, so do that, and then um, have a couple weeks off and come back down here and I think, three more weeks for NASCAR.
0: Well, Chase, uh, why don't you tell the uh, listening audience a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got started, and then how you wound up getting to where you are today. Yeah, so my my grandpa started owning sprint cars in
2: 1976 uh, there in Indiana. Had a lot of the the legends in sprint car drive or sprint car racing drive for him. And then uh, my dad started racing in I want to say '86, and he drove for uh, 22 years. Had a really uh, successful career, and then. Uh, I started racing once he kind of got out of the seat and, uh, I started racing sprint cars when I was 13 and kind of did that for almost eight to 10 years. And, uh, after high school, moved down to North Carolina and just started volunteering at, at different race shops and slept on the couch for almost three years and somehow convinced this team to let me start driving for them. And, uh, we did the Arcus season in 2016 and was able to, to actually win the championship in quite a few races. And, uh, that kind of progressed uh, to, to me a, a Ford driver development. Contract to where I then went and drove trucks for Brad Keselowski, and then uh, drove for Xfinity for Jack Roush, and now for for Stewart Haas. Uh, let's
0: let's back up just a little bit to your ARCA season. You won quite a few races there, and uh, you won the championship as your as your first year, really full time, you know, racing a stock car. You know, how hard was that, and how did you come from dirt to asphalt? definitely uh you know it was a challenge especially
2: at first you know if you if you go back and look uh, you know the arca season's 20 races long i didn't even win a race until the 10th race and out of those last 10 races i think we won six out of the 10 so you know definitely was a little bit of a slow start just trying to, to learn pavement racing and, and stock cars and all the different things that go along with it And definitely took a little bit longer than i would like but at the same time you know we were fortunate enough like you said to, to have success and uh, was able to, to parlay that into what we're doing
0: now okay and then you moved on to the truck series uh driving for for brad kozlowski and uh you won a truck race wasn't it on the last one of the season
2: yeah so we were able to to win the last race of the year which was awesome you know obviously the to at least go out with a bang and it was cool you know brad keselowski racing that was actually the last race of of the team's existence so we knew that we were going out of business for about two months and to be able to go down for the last race of the year and go out on a high note was was certainly something special and it was obviously special for me to to be able to you know do that for brad keselowski he took a chance on me and it all kind of came back full circle because literally the, the first race shop I went and started volunteering at was Brian Kislaski and Bob Kislaski's dad and brother's shop. So it was pretty neat to, to be able to do that, that's for sure. Uh,
0: then you got with uh, Roush, and you, you had some races there with him, and you had a few with uh, Stuart that year also, didn't you? Yeah, so 2018, uh, kind
2: of only ran part-time in the Xfinity Series uh, and ran one truck race at Eldora. I uh, did a lot of road racing, honestly, and stuff, kind of like what I'm doing this weekend. I uh, was able to have a, two wins that year with one drive for Stuart Haas at the Roval, and was able to win the truck race at, at Eldora. So because of those wins, it kind of honestly got me to where I'm at. You know, this past year with Stuart Haas running full time and now doing it again this year. So uh, definitely was fortunate to be with you know, a really good team with Stuart Haas for, for you know, only a handful of races and was able to, to win a race which obviously was a big deal.
0: Um, let's talk about last season. That was your first full time season racing with Stuart Haas. Um, what do you think of, you know, I guess how do you get along with the schedule you know all those races being gone away from home um i knew you at that time you had uh just recently been engaged um what's it what's it like to do a full season in xfinity tell us about that
2: yeah yeah you know i definitely didn't realize how hard it was going to be to be honest with you you know the truck series and even the arca series it's only uh 20 30 races and, and trucks and 20 in arca you know, the Xfinity Series is, is 33 races from February to November, and I think we have a total of five off weekends. And, you know, there's a stretch of 18 weekends straight where you're traveling all across the country, and it, it honestly does take a lot out of you. You know, you're, you're leaving on Thursday, getting back Sunday, and it seems like, you know, you're so busy on those Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, you don't really get a time to, to take a break and go in different time zones, doing the West Coast and back. It, it definitely takes a lot out of you, at least I felt like it did for my first year, I'm sure this year um should be a little bit easier just knowing what to expect not not knowing last year i felt like i probably could have done a lot better job of you know staying on the same sleep schedule and whatnot but yeah definitely uh you know it's tough to to travel that much and you know a lot of people think we're just on vacation but we're there to work and and you know we're we're normally at the racetrack from you know 8 a.m to 10 at night and we're there all day long for three days straight. So it definitely can take a lot out of you, but it's fun and it's neat to get to go to all these different places and see different parts of the country for sure.
0: Uh, Tell us some of the highlights of uh, last
2: season. Yeah, you know, outside of racing, getting married was a huge thing, obviously, to, to be able to do. And, you know, on the racetrack, we didn't have necessarily the wins that we would have liked to have. We only had one win. But, you know, out of those 33 races, I think we had 26 or 27 top 10. So, consistency wise, we were up front, you know, a lot, just wasn't able to. To kind of pull it out and be able to, to win the races that I felt like we should have been able to do, but we definitely had speed, which is encouraging, especially going into this year. I felt like, you know, year one's always a learning curve and takes a little bit to, to get going. And now I feel like we should be able to kind of kick off right where we left off last year. So hopefully we can do that and, and obviously win a lot more races. But yeah, it was a, it was a good year to you know almost made the final four in the playoffs. I think we ended up fifth in the championships. So uh, you know, be able to do that in early season definitely wanted more, but but at the same time, it could have been a lot worse.
0: Well, I, I remember watching the, the whole season. You were who I rooted for. And one thing that impressed me, you know, was your car didn't get banged up unless somebody crashed into you. I mean, you'd finish the race and be up there in second or third, and your car didn't look like it had a scratch on it. Half the other field, they've had two crashes apiece. It was, yeah, we were we were definitely fortunate to, to not tear up I think you know really the only race we
2: even crashed at was Daytona and, you know that place it's, it's so out of your control so we did a really good job as a team of you know staying out of stuff and you know like I said and like you said we didn't tear up any race cars and when you're not tearing up race cars it gives you the ability to, to keep trying to make the race cars better and you're not coming back and starting fresh so definitely goes a long way and hopefully we can kind of do the same thing this year you know that's a a huge part of getting better is not tearing up what you're trying to learn from so hopefully we can do that uh how much
0: input does tony have on on you and you know are you constantly asking him for for questions are you leaning on your other teammate how does that work
2: Tony, obviously, is super busy running the sprint car stuff still. He almost runs, you know, I think 100 races a year. So he's not around at the racetrack as, as much as I'm sure he'd like to be just because he's so busy racing himself. I mean, I don't blame him. I'd be doing the same thing. So, yeah, Tony is always just a phone call or a text away. You know, he's always watching. It's, it's funny. You know, he'll be at a sprint car track, but, you know, he's normally the first guy to text you after the race telling you good job or what you could have been doing better. So it's awesome to, to have that and have a guy that, you know, as, as a NASCAR Hall of Famer now, he's getting inducted uh, next week. So it's crazy to, to have a guy like that in your corner. And, you know, like I say he's only a phone call or text away anytime you're struggling, and he's always there to help.
0: Uh, now, you mentioned you had gotten married this year. Uh, how's that life changed for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good so far.
2: Uh, it's only been a couple months, but yeah, it's been awesome. We uh, got married the, the last weekend of November and uh, went on our honeymoon beginning of December. So we're still in that honeymoon phase, but yeah, it's been great. We actually we had a dog before, and now we have a second dog, so that's kind of our new thing that we got going on. So it's been really fun, though. She She's ready for the race season to get started, too, I think, so I, I, I can finally get back out of the house. I think she's been getting aggravated. I've been home so much. So, yeah, it's, it's been fun, though. it's It's nice to to have somebody that you can always go to. You know, for me, when we have those bad days at the racetrack, it makes it nice to to be able to come home and kind of, you know, get it it off my chest and have somebody to listen to. So it's definitely been nice.
0: Uh, you, You mentioned you have a second dog. What kind of dogs do you have?
2: So I got two French Bulldogs. So I had one named Ricky that we got. Uh, last year actually that was how I proposed to her is I got a dog and she'd been one one. I went and found him and put a collar on it on him that said, Will you marry us, and have the ring and all that So I figured if I brought a puppy there's no way she could say no to me. So I did that. And then uh ricky's parents actually had another litter a year later so we we actually have his sister essentially so we named her cali so we have ricky and cal just like the, the movie talladega Nights. so it's been awesome though we, we've only had her for about a month and, and she's been great her and ricky get along awesome so it's been fun to watch them play all day long and uh, definitely two dogs is a lot harder than i thought it'd be i'll just put it that way
0: yeah do you take them on the road with you or does your wife stay home and take care of the dogs
2: now they—they've went. Ricky's went to a couple races last year. Callie, like I said, we just got her, so she hasn't had the even opportunity to go yet. So it's tough, you know. Normally we're at a hotel, so we don't really have anywhere to, to take them once the race starts. But uh, yeah, normally Marissa does a really good job of taking care of them whenever I am gone, and it, it definitely keeps her from going to a lot of races just because we have the dogs. So yeah, it's been fun though. You know, like I said, it's, it's, it's neat that they're brother and sister and they get along as well as they do. It's you know they look almost identical. They're just different colors. So it's been really need for us to, to add a second dog to our little family that we have and who knows if we're going to third one, I doubt it,
0: but you never know. <laughs> uh, tell me about your sponsor, because I'm going to lead into that with uh, You have Dogs. Um, you've got an Indiana sponsor here. I mean, you're an Indiana boy from Mitchell, Indiana. You're driving for Tony Stewart, who's an Indiana boy and you've got an Indiana company that uh, most people are probably familiar with here in Central Indiana. Tell us about them and how that connects to the dogs.
2: Yeah, you know, like you said, I'm an Indiana driver. Tony, from Indiana, and our sponsor's from Indiana. Scott Pets, Parent Company. But, yeah, NutriChomps the dog treat. So, that was honestly another one of the reasons that we got the dog is, is obviously, if my sponsor's a dog treat, I, I probably need a, to have a dog. So, uh Nutra Chomps, though, it's a rawhide three-dog treat. So, they're, they're super good for your dog. And, you know, the, the dogs love them, at least mine do. It seems like everybody I talk to that has dogs, they get some, says they love them. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to have that indiana connection for sure and it's also nice anytime you can have a sponsor that you feel like a family friend and you know everybody over at nutrichomps you know from day one has always treated me like gold so it's, it's been nice to, to have that relationship for sure why
0: don't you uh, go ahead and tell our listening audience how you wound up getting uh nutrichomps as your sponsor back in your arca season
2: yeah so they have a, another company big time which is a deer feed company, and uh you know i just had a website that i just started and and the the owner of the company was watching a race and saw that my car was literally pretty much blank and his uncle was from bedford indiana which was you know right up the road from where i grew up in mitchell and and he'd been talking about me being in the newspaper and whatnot to his nephew and it just so happened that they looked me up and and got on our contact page on the website and reached out about sponsoring us and that first had and, you know we had big time on the car all year long and that progressed obviously to, to doing the xfinity stuff with neutral chumps on the car so it's it's been crazy you know how it's all kind of worked out and how you know it's been almost four years now since i, I first met him and how we still have a relationship and like i said it's, it's nice whenever you can feel like you know friends and family off the racetrack and not just a sponsor on the race car
0: that's a pretty <laughs> neat thing Uh um, i got a chance to see you when when you were up here uh, signing some cars for them for or their, I, I guess it would be their employees or some of their uh, people that they, they sell the Nutri-Chomps to here in Danville um, and I got a chance to talk with your dad which I hadn't seen in a while which uh, brings up the, the sprint cars are you still racing sprint cars and I know you just got back from the Chili Bowl uh, I was rooting for you and it looked like you were one spot away which I'm sure had to, had to be a bummer but <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely a bummer anytime you come up one spot short, but you know, when there's three hundred and sixty cars and they only take twenty four cars the main race, missing by one I guess isn't as bad. But you know, if anything it made it worse is that's the second year in a row now. I've only missed it <laughs> by one spot. So that, that part definitely stings a little bit. But yeah, the street car stuff, you know, we'd love to run it. We just our sponsor, we we don't have a sponsor for it right now, so it's hard to go run you know when you don't have any money to go run it so we would love to, to do it obviously if we could find a sponsor for it you know i'd like to, to try to run it on what few off weekends i have just because I, I enjoy going and doing it but yeah definitely do the midget stuff you know the indoor stuff is pretty easy just because it's in the off season there's not a whole lot going on but yeah i'd love to do the sprint car stuff more if we could or even find a driver
1: we'll be back with sights and sounds right after this this episode of Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger is being underwritten by Premium nutri raw hide free dog chews. More information about Nutra chomps or a retailer near you can be found at NutraChomps.com. This is George Thurgood. You're
2: listening to Alan and WYRC. When you're uh, doing
0: your... Your racing. What has been probably your biggest highlight? Was it your truck win at Eldora, or would you put it the Roval um, at Charlotte, or would you say winning your ARCA championship? What what would you classify as your biggest highlight?
2: And it's hard to say. You know, every win is special, and they all have their own significance, but know if i could i could pinpoint one you know the eldora deal was really neat for me personally just because growing up a dirt guy you know you you know eldora is the dirt world's version of teatonas so just getting the race at eldora for me was an honor and a privilege and to win there was obviously awesome but i don't know you know it, eldora i didn't really feel like did a whole lot for my my NASCAR career, but like I said, personally, it meant a whole lot to me. But I don't know. You know, every win I feel like is important, and they all own their own significance. Like I said, so it's hard to say what's the, the biggest highlight. I guess.
0: Well, what are you uh, aiming to achieve this year? What are what are the goals? A championship, uh, more wins,
2: or all of the above? Yeah, I think, I think all of the above. You know, obviously with the new championship format. You could win 20 races and still not win the championship. But, you know, I think we, we the goal is to do both, you know. We need to try to win as many races as we can, I think as a team we're trying to shoot for at least eight and it sounds high but realistically we probably could have won five or six last year if things would have just went our way and, and not had weird stuff happening at the end of the races so eight's kind of the goal that we're shooting for and you know obviously the championships the the main goal that we're trying to achieve and you know we just got to put ourselves in position to, to obviously win races and if we can put ourselves in position to win races and it, it you know, hopefully, we will give us an opportunity to win the championship.
0: Yeah, how many other races are you going to be racing other than the Xfinity for Ford this year?
2: Yeah, I, honestly, I'm not sure right now. The dirt stuff, like I said, on off weekends, there's a chance I could go do it. And then uh, I'm doing the Amster Road Course stuff this weekend, but I think this is the only uh, race we can even do in it, because every other Xfinity race, or every other race there's an Xfinity race. So, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to try to do the Eldora Truck Race again, hopefully, and maybe a couple other truck races. Just uh, not sure what we got in the works yet.
0: Okay. Now, I, I read that uh, one of the things that Penske's going to be changing here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway... Is the Xfinity race is going to be a road course race? Is that something you're looking forward to? Yeah, you know, I I feel
2: like I I have a little bit of mixed feelings about it. Obviously, it's super special to to run on the oval at Indianapolis. You know, for me personally, that was a huge deal for me to to just get to run laps there. But at the same time, I felt like as a company. Yeah, you know, our Stewart Haas cars just kind of struggled there on the Oval. So, uh, personally, I'm excited because I feel like it, it gives me a better chance to go win in Indianapolis and, and be in the road course. You know, the Roval was really good. To us and it's essentially kind of like a Roval. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm excited to get there and see – how it goes, you know, I think the biggest thing is obviously, uh, I think it'll get more, you know, excitement behind the race. Hopefully more fans will come out. Um, So yeah, I think it's going to be good for all involved. You know, it's hard to say what the place is going to race like just because I've never been there before and, and, you know, they really haven't had any cars on except for one. So hopefully it'll be a good race. I'm looking forward to to obviously get to Indianapolis. It's always nice to come home and and race in your home state and hopefully we can have a good showing.
0: Yeah, that's that's something I think it'll bring is hopefully more excitement back to the to the motor speedway for the Xfinity race a couple more questions here before I let you go I know your dad goes with you to a lot of the races do you lean on him for uh, advice when you're on the road even though he's not driven uh, the NASCAR type cars before but coming from an extensive sprint car background um, he was pretty good in his day
2: you know, my dad definitely, I don't give him the credit he probably deserves, but he uh, definitely was good in his day, and you know, he's still, you know, one thing about my dad is he's always had a really good eye, and it seems like he can see things that a lot of people don't see on the tracks, so... I definitely, you know, even though he hasn't driven, he, he knows, you know, what's going on. He's not a dummy when it comes to how to go fast and what to do in certain situations. So, I definitely lean on him. Um, like I said, I definitely don't give him the credit he probably deserves. But, yeah, he, he's he's really good. And, you know, the biggest thing about my dad is, is he, uh, he doesn't hand out compliments. He's your biggest critic. And, you know, I've been chewed out in victory lane before by him. So, you definitely know he's going to tell you how it is. And, you know, that's really the only way you can get better is if you know what you're struggling with and, and what you're doing right Wrong, and he'll definitely tell you what you're doing wrong. And you know, I feel like that—that that, that he's been a huge part of the reason I've had the success that I've had. Um,
0: besides racing, um, uh, what what kind of hobbies do you
2: enjoy? You know, I don't, truthfully, I don't get to do a whole lot. Uh, I'm so busy, you know, used to I used to, to race online all the time, which is still, you know, involved with racing, and I don't even get to do that much anymore. You know, I, I love hanging out with my dogs and my wife, obviously, and, uh, you know, we go down to Myrtle Beach quite quite a bit when we can just because her dad has a boat down there. So, we go down there, you know, I used to never be a beach person at all, and I'm slowly turning into one. It's, it's fun to go down there and just relax and, and get away from everything. So... That's probably about it. I, we don't really watch a lot of TV. I'm normally at the shop or working out or, you know, at the racetrack. So, yeah, just hang out with my dogs, my wife, and, and go to Myrtle Beach when I can.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you a question I ask everybody I have on this radio show. Do, is there any hop, or, hobby? Is there any uh, charities that are fond of your heart that you participate in or that you would like to get more involved with?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I haven't been able to really, you know, find one that I. I know, specifically donate to, but you know the biggest thing—it's not even really a charity; it's just a cause is that I always support is the MRO, the Motor Racing Outreach. It's kind of, you know, the racetracks version of church. You know, it's it's our own little ministry. So, I obviously try to support that as much, much as we can. And you know, last year we were going to do a, an event at Indianapolis, to, you know, with the new Trumps tie-in. We were going to donate money to the local humane society and then uh, also do it to MRO. But yeah, MRO is the main one uh, just because it's near and dear to my heart obviously it's at the racetrack every week and uh, it's a way for us to get the word so that's that's probably the one I, I do the most with.
0: Okay, um, are you, when you're talking about your motorsports ministry racing out, um, is that something, you know, is, is God and faith a part of your life and is that something that's important to you?
2: for sure you know i i feel like i wouldn't be where i'm at without it all so yeah definitely it's it's you know obviously it's not a huge part of your life it's everything in your life so yeah absolutely it's something that i was passionate about and believe in so uh, i I definitely want to support
0: well i'll ask you one more question what is your uh what's your long-term goal here as a race car driver and and what do you have to do to achieve that
2: Yeah, my goal is to to be in the Cup Series, and, you know, I don't want to just be in the Cup Series just to be there. I want to to be there and something that's capable of winning races and championships, and, you know, I think – What it takes to do that is obviously trying to win more races and championships at the level I'm at right now, but also it obviously takes sponsorship dollars. So it takes kind of the perfect combination of of all those things to happen to to be able to do that and and race on Sundays competitively, and and hopefully this year we can go and prove our worth and and win races and and hopefully a championship, and hopefully that'll bring more sponsors to where we can go run on Sundays. So that's, that's the the goal and what we're shooting for obviously it's a lot easier said than done but that's certainly what we're going to try to do
0: Okay, well Chase, thanks for taking the time to uh, visit with us here on WYRZ here in Brownsburg um, hopefully you've picked up a lot of new fans, uh, people go out there and support you And it, it, what is your website where people can go to where they want to purchase merchandise or t-shirts or collector cars of you, how would they get that? Yeah,
2: chasepersco.com kind of has a little bit of everything and, and from from there you can go to our twitter my facebook my instagram anything so chase is probably the easiest way to direct you to kind of whatever you're looking for and, and definitely go check it out
0: uh what is your twitter account and go ahead and tell the people audience that and we'll go ahead and tell your uh, instagram account maybe you'll get a lot more followers here yeah, just
2: Facebook's just Chase Briscoe. Um, there's an athlete page on there, and, and it should have the blue check mark. And then same with Instagram and, and Twitter. Instagram's just Briscoe underscore five, and then uh, Twitter's Chase Briscoe five. So, like I said, be sure to check it out. It's Pretty active on all three, so uh, definitely have some fun.
0: All right. Well, thanks very much, Chase, for being a part of uh, the radio show today. Uh, we wish you the best in the upcoming season of 2020 for your race uh, here just in a few days t- or tomorrow. Uh, The fans will already miss that one when when this airs on the radio. But
1: we want to wish you the best for the season and
0: have a great Daytona showing.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been Sights and Sounds with your host, Alan Kiger, on WYRZ. This episode of Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger is being underwritten by premium Nutra chomps rawhide-free dog chews. More information about NutriChomps or a retailer near you can be found at NutriChomps.com.